Dr. George Fareed, and I got it pulled up right here. Your uh, your book finally out, Overcoming the COVID nineteen Darkness: How oops, How to Doc How to Doctor Successfully Treated Seven Thousand Patients by you and uh, Dr. Brian Tyson, which paperbacks out and Kindle version. I pre ordered it as I showed you will be out on I think oh, yeah. January twenty January twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. So for everybody listening, I'll put that in the description and. Um, you can go grab it. Also, as always, I'll put in your Twitter and websites and all that good stuff. But Dr. Freed's been on here several times, and uh, I think most of the times you've, you've been in the hospital or at the doctor's office while doing it. Um, yeah. So to not – what I really wanted to kind of touch on is so I listened to the episode with uh, Dr. McCullough on Joe Rogan as well as Dr. Malone, and Dr. Malone gave you a, a shout-out. But there's a lot of people that still kind of take – you know, it's the Overton window is moved. It's moved from ivermectin's just horse pace to some people saying, okay, it has some human uh, benefits. Or, But I always point people to episodes I've done with you where I'm like, this guy has genuinely treated thousands and thousands of people with the early treatment protocol. A lot of people still don't know that. They still think it's unproven or it's misinformation. So I, now that I have you here, could you please go in and just kind of give a synopsis of just how many people you guys have treated, what your success rate has been like, and that this isn't fake news or misinformation or whatever late people want to give it. Could, could I just get yeah. it from your mouth? What, what have you guys done? Yeah, well, it, it's based upon the efficacy of hydroxychloroquine, which is uh, from the outset a, um, a cure for COVID-19 if it had been given properly in the right dosing. And it, it was shown in SARS-CoV-1 in 2005 to be antiviral for, for that. And, and it's a, a agent that's been used in China and to curb their pandemic, effectively South Korea, and then around the world where third world countries are far better in, in the treatment the death uh, Number of deaths per million, for instance, uh, compared to the Western world and the United States, largely because they they falsely stigmatized a very safe and very efficacious agent, multifunctional agent. It's not the only one, but it, it was what we used from the outset, but following the guidance of Dr. Raoul in France and Zelenko in New York, and uh, combining that in a in a multi or multi-drug therapy with doxycycline primarily or azithromycin, zinc, very important because HCQ is an ionophore for zinc, very effective one, much better than others, so they're also being uh, recommended, but it's the best uh, for that. And it has other uh, antiviral functions on the molecular level that are well established in terms of uh, blocking cellular functions needed to assemble the COVID-19 virus. And so we just, we started using it in March, 2020. Brian Tyson at the All Valley Urgent Care Clinic and me in my clinics and also working there in the, with him. And we amassed a record of uh, now well over 7,000 patients who are mild to moderate to high risk uh, that were covered within days of receiving this therapy and without side effects. So 
it's it's uh, it, there are 290 studies around the world now, many peer reviewed that are confirmatory for early treatment and incorporating hydroxychloroquine or with uh, we use with the ivermectin now because the two synergize, but we didn't for the first 10 months, and we had thousands of uh, of, of responding patients who never went to the hospital, and so. We didn't veer from it. We were uh, castigated uh, and, and, and inappropriately and uh, threatened. But <clears throat> as long as you're helping people, we wouldn't change. And so that's what we're doing now. And we it's just so uh, sad that it got politicized and it got um, uh, undermined by bad people, very bad people, at the detriment of hundreds of thousands of lives that were lost and suffering beyond that. So uh, our book that you mentioned, thank you, Tommy, is a work that gives our soldier and gives all the documents and facts and and statistics. And it's written with uh, Matthew Crawford, who's a brilliant mathematician and statistician who provides a chapter with tremendous amount of uh, of, um, valuable information, insights as to what uh, goes into getting results from it observational studies and we we present our work from our experiences and then end with that chapter and then with resources and and hundreds of testimonials that are uh, can be listened to if one wants to through accessing them on the internet which i assembled them over the months and years on twitter actually recording experiences of patients my patients and 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 brian tyson's patients in two minute or less interviews to uh, indicate the, the 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 really great outcomes. So really gratifying, actually. But in any case, so we have a lot of testimonial. We have testimonies from a big one from our uh, a collaborator is a, a pastor in a church in a place called Holtville, Pastor Richard Moore, and he he joined in and, and requested my support and Brian's and. As a consequence, we go beyond the 7,000 to probably 3,000 that have been reached through that outreach of that uh, of that church where he would go and, and purchase the medications and the cocktail and give them to people who recovered. But um, so it's, it, it was a lot of work to write this book. It's 220 pages long and it's, um, it has uh, some clippings from news articles about our work and also, uh, the speeches we gave at summits, like I spoke at the Rome Summit in September on the International Co- uh, Summit on COVID-19, with great doctors from around the world, and Brian has sp- sp- spoken at other summits in the United States and internationally. So we we moved out of our area, little Imperial Valley, to um, to, to get the word out, and it, it has slowly filtered out, but it would never. Uh, do what it should do, and unless these bad agencies come to terms with their uh, to to do what they should have done from the beginning and encourage early treatment and and not uh, um, deny that the, these repurposed drugs are so beneficial, probably better than Paxlovid or Bonavir or Merck and Pfizer product, or at least as good. Those are agents that are available. We use monoclonal antibodies in our treatment, and climate uh, incorporating multiple agents is uh, by far the best approach. Uh, with uh, Delta, it was 
particularly important because that was such an aggressive variant. Omicron is, is a milder agent and just the HCQ with doxycycline and zinc and vitamin D seem to control it extremely well. And normally we use ivermectin in, in safe doses for a few days along with the HCQ or fluvoxamine. Uh, and uh, the patients uh, come around very, very well. Now, and I know we've we've gone over this in, in past podcasts, and I know it's in your book, so you have to excuse me for, for beating this dead horse. But could you, for the listener, could you just explain what exactly, just to, I mean, really just to get it on video, just so I can point people to this, could you explain what you guys do from the time the patient comes in for early treatment to the time they're, quote unquote, better? What is... What happens? What what do you give? Them? What it's is the order? By, it's by the principles of, that Brian incorporated in his All Valley Urgent Care Clinic, and, and when I'm there, I'm following those principles. But also, I extended that to other clinics that I uh, that I run and involved in, and it, it's to uh, do a full assessment of the patient, determining determining the duration of symptoms and and the severity. Uh, getting x-rays when needed, uh, then incorporating the treatments uh, and labs, I should say, also uh, uh, concurrent with the nature, with the extent of the illness. And most, for the most, it's just really starting them on the cocktail, the protocol, and uh, then adding in, intensifying if symptoms worsen, following up with them in two days. Uh, and and continuing the follow up beyond that until they're completely recovered. So it's it's, a, it's bringing them back in for reassessment. It requires quite a bit of effort, and uh, it's um, uh, been very successful doing that. Is that what you're asking? M- more so, <laughs> could, could you explain what what actual drugs and uh, supplements or medications you guys give? Could you give, just give like a brief 30,000 foot view of they come in and, you know, we first we give them X and then we give them Y and then we give them Z. Just, well, you know, you, we almost uniformly give them a, a protocol, a cocktail, multi-drug treatment with hydroxychloroquine, usually uh, 400 milligram twice a day for the first day and then 200 milligram three times a day for the next four days. And they extend that out for a week or two if they have progressive and continuing fever uh, at 200 milligram twice a day. But they can also be treated at lower doses. And children and, uh, and pregnant women can receive HCQ very safely at, at the appropriate lower dosing, 200 milligram once or twice a day with the Z-Pack. We always give them a intracellular antibiotic, either doxycycline, 100 milligram twice a day for uh, seven days, or azithromycin, the Z-Pack, for five days. And then we always require that they take zinc, 50 milligram once or twice a day, along with uh, vitamin D3, 5,000 units a day, and aspirin, uh, 800, uh, 325 milligram, uh, or an uh, anticoagulant, just because of the complication of microcoagulation later if it if the multiplication isn't uh, suppressed with our treatment and that's what kills people is the microcoagulation uh, clotting disorder thromboses and you want to avoid those you want to uh, add in other agents uh, but that's what we do it's a 
combination of about five medications, and they um, they're all very uh, well uh, tolerated. And then we add in if if it's appropriate, uh, fluvoxamine, which has gotten a randomized control trial to show efficacy for early treatment at lower dosing, 25 to 50 milligrams twice a day. And if they, so for instance, if they can't obtain ivermectin, they may at least have another anti-COVID agent repurposed. And we would add in Paxlovid or Monopiravir if, um, if they're readily able to be prescribed. They have some hurdles to overcome because they're under an EUA and they have um, uh, forms that have to be filled out and documentation. So the, the, the patients generally get those if they go to the emergency room that has them to dispense and also where they might get the monoclonal antibody infusion. Thank you. Now, now, what is your thought, because we've discussed this before, but what are your thoughts on people who are, you know, they're saying it's, I mean, it's almost kind of like prohibition era where like you have to know a guy to know a guy to get ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. What are your thoughts? I mean, does this fall under, does this fall under CVS and Rite Aid are private companies and they can do whatever they want? Or is there a, a, a medical ethic uh, or I guess a line of morality that needs to be followed that people are getting prescriptions and they're going and the pharmacist won't fill it out. And it, it truly, I mean, it's a level of collusion that, I never thought I would see in my life. It, it feels like it's in the realm of a conspiracy theory, but but it's happening now. And there's only there's only one accepted treatment. It's a vaccine, or it's wait till your lips are blue and you come in and go on a ventilator. You know, I think people are coming away getting the message that that's not the solution. But I think the uh, uh, pharmacies that you mentioned, the chain pharmacies. Uh, vary in terms of how progressive and, uh, and um, informed they, the pharmacists are, but they they, they also issue edicts from uh, their headquarters saying that if it's not FDA approved, then they don't uh, permit that it be dispensed, even though the doctor is the one who's making the taking the responsibility for it and providing the prescription. And they should be accepting what the doctor orders, not uh, an order from their higher uh, their organization and the, uh, the organization may be influenced by by, by other agent other groups that beyond uh, pharmaceutical that that try to stamp this out They're, they may have been doing that in a sinister way early in in the last year there uh, it's becoming less of a factor but it still is there and th- there's still many pharmacies that have come on board and are doing what they should do and so patients do get these medications, but it's they, it, the other. It, it also comes down to the the, the, the medical um, community uh, having uh, gone along with that 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 recommendation that you mentioned of don't do anything that are that are scared about about stepping up now, even though they should and they have to because of the Paxlovid and the monoclonal being being there in some of the pharmacies and they should have monoclonal antibodies, but they, they've just pulled back and lots of doctors are just waiting for this to end without any participation whatsoever. Now, and I know when you came back from Spain, I, I, I had you on and we talked about it a little bit and, uh, you, you, oh, Italy, when I came back oh excuse Italy. me, 
brain fart, excuse me, Italy. Um, and I remember you saying in an episode after that, that, um, that, you know, at first you were very excited. And then about a month later, you were saying, uh, you were, you were a little upset, not at anyone, not at anyone, but rather that it didn't show the, uh, boost in numbers of people who were using this early treatment protocol that you guys had hoped. And that's kind of always seems to be the case with anything in life, right? It's never as easy as you think it's going to be. Have you, is there any way you can know that, have you guys seen any noticeable boost in this, uh, early treatment protocol outside of just what you guys are doing in the uh, Imperial Valley? I, I think it's coming uh, on better and better with these uh, these seminars and gatherings and summits uh, that are being organized. I think the Peter um, Peter McCullough and people of his caliber are providing a continual uh, education and and, and uh, communication that that does resonate, but it, it's still not. It's, it's never going to be the right way until FDA turns back and um, and they probably never will. They probably never will, Tommy. And they, they're too corrupt. And so is the NIH and Fauci and uh, these people that are blinded and have uh, conflicts of interest that are enorm- enormous. So... We, we, our book will spell it out. Wait till you read the book. Yeah, it, it's no, I, I can't, I can't wait. I'll, I'll have it in thirteen days. Is oh, it, the paperback is available uh, right away in two or three days. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 or... and, and, and the other is the RFK Junior book is uh, is very documented, well documented, and it, our, ours is more of a a, a extension of. RFK Jr.'s book on the real Anthony Fauci. So on the note of the FDA and the NIH, and I would imagine even the CDC, is it, and I think you said it well, it probably won't happen. Is it, is it faulty or, or naive of us to think that eventually they'll quote unquote come around? Eventually they'll, you know, it's, it's, it's banking on, it's banking on the military industrial complex to, you know, you know, get their act together and go, all right, all right, we'll withdraw from Iraq. Is it, do we, are, is the realization kind of setting in that they're not going to do anything? And if anything, they're going to actively work against you. So how will this resolve itself? Does it have to hit a critical mass? Is there a turning point? Is it just getting what, you know, is it Malone and McCullough and hopefully yourself going on road? Well, I, I think our getting uh, information out there and getting comparative studies done and, and we, we should be able to do some treatments, uh, pro, uh, uh, clinical trials where we compare Paxlovid to HCQ ivermectin or to our, our cocktail or to monolopiravir uh, and, 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 uh, we can, there are all sorts of good, uh, options. Now we, we never felt kind of, about doing a randomized controlled placebo controlled trial during the pandemic because we couldn't ever consider not treating a person, giving them a placebo that and watch them decline. That's uh, that that absolutely would not be any type of trial that I would ever participate in. But now that's uh, our 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 board of supervisors 
Ryan and I spoke to the county supervisors of the Imperial Valley several weeks ago. We got harassed for doing that by other doctors in our community who have never been on board or looked into this and treated on the front line, but they they just didn't want any more information to come out that went against the the standards of the CDC and the NIH, the FDA, which are mass vaccination, repeated boosters. We, we wouldn't be in this mess if it weren't for the repeated mass uh, boosters and mass vaccination. We wouldn't have Omicron. And, the, and then the Omicron basically requires, in some instances, that you be boosted to be able to win and for, uh, ward it off or get over it as, uh, as easily as one can, the most easily. So it, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a, in our county, board of county supervisors, they, they listened to Brian and myself and they were very respectful and appreciative and they, they actually proposed to provide money to do a trial in our area, which we, we will likely take them up on and maybe extend it. It should be a, general uh, worthwhile broad trial comparing now like Paxlovid treatment to uh, to HCQ to HCQ plus ivermectin and and perhaps other things and even monoclonal infusion and that that'll uh, show uh, probably they'll all show efficacy and they and but I uh, from my our experience has been so good with HCQ I doubt that these other agents will surpass it. And in fact, uh, resistance to them is likely to occur. The, uh, that's just like in HIV. If you use just one agent for HIV, within a short time, mutants form that are resistant to, for instance, protease inhibitors, like, and this is a, Paxlovid is a protease inhibitor of COVID-19. And monolinkiravir is a nucleoside inhibitor of the RNA polymerase that it, it has. So, so those, there would definitely be, if they're used by themselves uh, for any significant uh, period of time, I bet uh, we'll have COVID-19 uh, variants that are resistant to them. But they haven't been resistant to these agents that we use because our agents are agnostic. They work on the host cell mechanisms and they inhibit the viral modification by by blocking critical host cell event, uh, functions, intracellular or in the attachment of the virus that uh, that, that um, are independent of any mutagenesis of the virus. Do you think that? Do you think that the corruption we're seeing now, that the the sort of clown show of of repeated boosters? Um, do you think that this was that this is almost necessary if there's ever to be any sort of uh, real reform? In, in my in my humble opinion, in my speculation, I don't think that uh, I don't think that this these uh, these conflicts of interest and this corruption in the in the FDA and the CDC and the NIH. I don't think this is new. I think what COVID is is COVID is the is the low water mark when you start to see all the shipwrecks. I think. It's exposing what's probably been there for decades. We're only just now seeing it. Yeah. Do you think I this was? Agree. Do you think this was almost necessary to see all this for there to be any real reform? Yeah, I, I think it, I think that's correct. I, I and I think that's what's the uh, the thing, the the crucial point of the RFK Junior book and documentation of of 
for how long our agencies have been have been corrupted since the 80s and so it's and 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 it's now coming to light with the catastrophe of covid-19 yeah it it seems like we almost need this sort of collapse or complete uh, loss of public faith in them for there to be any real movement forward because otherwise it's just putting a band-aid here putting lipstick on a pig there versus any real fundamental change um in terms of i just wanted to ask you are we going to see again are we going to see any real stoppage of the perpetual boosters as israel's now mandating the fourth shot and they still have wild infection rates are we going to see that here or do you think people are just going to keep lining up for their 10th 11th booster I think it's this mass formation psychosis yeah. <laughs> out so well that uh, until that's dented and uh, and um, uh, targeted and, and punctured, basically, uh, it, it's going to be hard to see that. They, 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 it's like a religion. It, actually, DDRL made some beautiful comments at the beginning of the year that are available. I'll forward them to you. He talks about now this the vaccine approach being a religion, and that it's um, you, you, they don't dissidents are not uh, uh, are beaten down. Yeah. So uh, we aren't going to be beaten down though. But that's I think that's the key is that and you that podcast with Desmond and Professor Desmond and Malone and Matala was phenomenal that you did. Oh, thank you. Yeah, those. That that conversation was so far over my head. Those guys are all brilliant. I was no, you you it wasn't over your head. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Flattering. Um, so, but with things like this, like a this psychosis, it seems like uh, what's the Winston Churchill quote? If you're in, if you find yourself in hell, keep moving. You know, keep going forward. If you're if you're in the fires, keep moving forward. It seems like, again, in my humble opinion, it seems like the only way this psychosis can be broken is through doing it again and again and again. Like it might not be until the person is getting their 10th booster or that they got their 10th and then they decide not to get their 11th and now their uh, vaccine passport's revoked. We might not see any real change until people uh, awaken on their own because no one wants to be right. You for, to be to truly learn something you have to at least perceive that the idea is your own. You know, if someone tells you, you got to do X, Y, and Z, you're not going to do it until finally one day you realize, hey, I got to lose weight or, hey, I need to be better with money or, hey, I need to whatever, call my parents more. I need to be a good son or boyfriend or whatever. Is it going to take a repeated uh, admission of boosters? Is it going to take seeing more and more uh, people that you know and respect getting banned from social media is that the and now we're kind of even delving away from uh, from medicine and more into the the psychology of all of this? Is the only way the population is going to quote unquote wake up from this? Is it going to be through repeatedly going through the motions again and again and again until finally, one by one, you kind of go, "Hey, what the hell's going on?" It could be that it's pretty depressing, Tommy. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. I hope not. I really do. I. I think we're moving in the right direction with our efforts. Uh, it's a big uh, um, 
mobilization of good people with the truth. And that's, that has to win out. That's all I can say. And that, that's what we present in our book. Yeah. So we, we'll, we, we may have a, make a little nudge in it through, through having worked so hard on that, on that um, story that we're telling and, and the presentation. That's all I can say right now. Yeah. Well, we just have to continue what we're doing in our own circles and continue to have people like you contacting us and helping with this um, message, messaging and uh, education. Well, I'm happy to do it. And I will be sure to, uh, when I get it on Kindle, I'll be sure to read it and have you back on for an episode about that. But, um, for now, sure. Have Mark Tyson on. Also. I, I would love to have him on. We tried to get him on that one time. He was a he knows he was a no show. He ghosted us. Um, oh, he's he's available. Yeah. He, he can be made available. Well, well, well I'll, I'll have you. Uh, I'll have you uh, twist his arms. Get him to come on. Um, Doctor Freed, closing thoughts. It's um, time to get people on good treatments, more treatments are available, and they just get uh, people to know the truth. Um, COVID-19 is very treatable. It's, um, it, it, it gives a, um, it responds to multiple types of medications, but there are a series of them now, and so one should be have access to them and try and move on, adapt, uh, depending on the symptoms and the response of what the individual is having. Uh, I think that uh, we're seeing such a surge of this Omicron and, and throughout the population, it's going to create a significant amount of herd immunity. And, but who knows what the next variant is going to form, um, be actually. And, and we've, we've got to be on the guard for that. But, uh, that's I'm trying to be optimistic now and trying to get people through the present uh, severe surge in this pandemic yeah that's yeah that's really all we can do right now is kind of take it day by day yes. move forward and yes exactly. you know it's, it's really pretty simple you just have to do the right thing and i know that sounds so cheesy but it's like it's not it's not complex there's no secret formula it's like do the right thing tell the truth you know don't censor anyone respect everyone's beliefs and if they're wrong or you're wrong you got to be open to that and uh, ultimately realize that, hey, you know, we're in a pandemic. We have to be working towards all treatments, even if it's you got to be open to everything, even if it's some witch doctor who's waving flowers around. You got to be like, does it work or not? Yeah. <laughs> Can we peer review yeah. it or not? So, but Dr. Free. You know, uh, by the way, yes, Tommy, the, the, uh, there, I got some great news from this uh, international COVID summit where there, the next one is going to be in Marseille and Paris with DDA Raul participating and uh, people from the uh, Institute of um, uh, Hospital in, in Marseille, but uh, in at the end of March, beginning of April. And so I'll, I'll be participating there and as will Brian, I suspect, and um, many, many great doctors who know the truth and know what should be done to educate further. So that's the next event for the, for the International COVID Summit. Well, awesome and you guys are all of you physicians are doing doing god's work and you're on the right side of history even though you know it can seem hopeless at times you're on the right side of history you know it's 
you know. Yeah, you know, I appreciate that. I appreciate you saying that. I, that's well, what well, I, I, I believe also. Well, it's true, you know, and not everybody gets to see the, the arc turn their way. You know, sometimes you die with no one believing you that you think the earth is a sphere instead of flat. Sometimes, you know, Joseph Lister got to see it. Actually, jo- Joseph Lister got to get some credit about his antiseptic technique. Um, but it is the right side of history. You have to do what you know is right, whether it's thalidomide or whether it's the opiate pandemic. You know what side you're on. You know what your oath yeah. is. And um, you just have to do the right thing. And that's that's it's again, it sounds so simple. It sounds so cheesy. Just do the right thing. Tell the truth. Everyone listening, you. I've said this before. You don't need to look up what the right thing is. It, you can feel it. You can feel it in here. You know what it is. Just do that thing, and we will get out of this. And with Absolutely. that, good stated. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you so much, Doctor Freed. I will text this to you when it's up, and I uh, can't wait till okay. we talk again. Yeah, I look forward to it. Keep right. up the great work. Thank uh, you, sir. Great day. God bless. Take, Take care, care, everybody. Recording Stay stopped. safe out there.